What's up, my good listeners over at Spotify and Google Podcasts? Today, you are listening to the fourth episode of the Live a Little podcast, and I feature my fellow teammate and freshman, Mason Creasy. We have a really good conversation about mentality. He tells a lot of great stories about being in college, and it was a really fun time. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy. If you would rather watch it, then it is also located on my YouTube channel, Live a Little, and I encourage you all to go check out the other content I make over there. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. What's up, guys? I'm here today with Mason Creasy. He's a freshman pitcher at Murray State College, and uh, we're going to be doing the normal podcast thing where we're just interview him, talk a little baseball, talk a little about personal life, anything you want to say. Before. No, I'm good. You're, you're ready, just ready to get into I'm it. I'm ready to get into it. All right. Um, so I got a couple of questions lined up. Obviously, we're gonna end up talking more, but uh, I think I thought of some pretty good questions. Mm-hmm. If I have to say so. Um, and for starters, you're you're a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. You're a pretty freaking good one. Fine. If, if I got to say. Thank you. Um, but do you ever think of like what you would do if baseball didn't work out? You know? No, I'm living on the street. It's yeah. not my goal. That's it? No, that's just, pretty much it. If baseball doesn't work, I'm living on the street. Now, probably, I probably wouldn't live on the street, but I don't know what I would do, to be honest. Like, you don't, you don't even think about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably have a decent job, but I don't think about it. I say I live on the street, so I don't. Sit. You so just, like, set the bar low yeah. for that, so you have to set the bar high. I just tell my mom that. Fair just enough. Make her flappy. I mean... It'll happen to you. I'm sure you'll have a college degree. Like, if baseball didn't work out, like... Yeah, I'm pretty sure something will be fine, but... We're striving for the top. That's... I mean... At least get to pro ball is kind of the whole point. Like, whether you just end at rookie ball, like, something happened. Yeah. It's like, injuries do happen. I at least want to get drafted. That's the whole goal. I know you've been just about the healthiest pitcher we've had this year. Right. Sometimes I am in pain, but... I mean, like, when it comes to... You haven't missed anything? No. You've never felt, like, pain to the point where you need to leave a game? Yeah, sure. Because usually I'm sore, but usually after you take a hefty amount of pre-workout and adrenaline starts pumping, you don't feel anything at that point. It's just... But, I mean, I I don't get that privilege of being like, yo, baseball, nothing but baseball. That's what this whole thing is for, honestly. It's really just set up like a... A career path for me past college it is nice and easy it, I mean it looks a lot easier than it is but oh, it's I know it's pretty hard it's but a, it is a fun it, it's fun it's a lot more fun than you know your normal nine to five and I'm gonna sit down and write reports for a company and get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year no I'm gonna try to get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year to do this that's true and it is very expensive it's not that that probably sucks but you have to give me good equipment. Well, you're from Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston area. We'll just say Houston. Mm-hmm. Does it feel weird moving from, you know, one of the largest cities in the world to the middle of nowhere? Like, we are in the middle of nowhere, southern Oklahoma. There's nothing ever going on around us. Well, uh, my grandparents live in kind of the same surroundings, so that part is not like I've seen it before. But living every day, because I'll probably go like a week, but I was like 10, 
so like you don't really remember that. But like it does suck in some points because like there's good things and bad things. Like the bad things is like you can't just go out and do something. Like you can't just go buy something. Can't go to like Ross or TJ Maxx. You have to drive an hour. At home it takes me like 15 minutes and you're there. And it's just because of traffic. It's not because yeah. you're not there. And so um, here it's like if you want to go somewhere like that you're going an hour. Yeah, and like no. Walmart is fun. A fun trip. Walmart, yeah. It's a fun trip. 30 minute trips to there and back to Walmart. Yeah, but the perks about it is like you get to basically live baseball every day. Like you wake up that's all you really think about because you wake up and like you can't just back over. Yeah, you just can't go anywhere. You're doing it practice. Uh, and then plus all your friends are here. Like the one thing I did explain to my parents is like, at home if I want to go see my friends, I'm driving a good ten minutes to go see them. Here I just walk to someone's door. Oh, it's the and it's easy. They like, might not be happy that you knocked on their door. Oh yeah, especially when I take my naps, I do get pretty mad. But like, like if I want to go see Reagan, I'll just go knock on his door and he's right there. And like if I need him or Cam or someone, I need him. Just go knock on the door. So I have to call him, get a hold of him. It is a lot easier, but there are some good things about it because and none of us are busy. That's true. But like you don't, you can't really do much stupid stuff here. I mean, I don't go party anyways. I mean, usually stay here. I'm the same way. I don't really like it anyways. But like, I mean, there's not much you can do You're to get to keep out of trouble. Yeah, that's true. Like I mean, obviously, even if you don't party at big universities and stuff, especially when you a sport you're an athlete you're gonna mm-hmm. get invited to pretty much everything and at one point you're gonna get dragged into it and you know that could be the time you get in trouble that just doesn't it doesn't really happen here I, I feel like there are some nights I wish even like even though I'm not a partier there's just some nights I wish we would like go out to the lake or do something you know what I mean obviously it's yeah again that's why Walmart runs are fine yeah like, people people when I try to explain to them what Tish what Tishman is like I'm like, I grew up in a city, like, not, not your kind of city. I grew up in a city of, like, 30, 35,000. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I explained to them, I'm living somewhere with, like, 2,000 people, maybe. And that's just counting, like, everybody. That's counting the people who are dead. Like, and we have six restaurants. We have, we don't have a Walmart or a McDonald's, which people, when I tell people we don't have a McDonald's, they're, like, yeah, mind-blowing. Uh, so, you know, if you want to go your grocery shopping, that's not Walmart. You can drive five minutes down the road to the Dollar General Market. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, the adjustment, that adjustment was a little off, but it was also nicer not being in a big city, in my opinion. That was a big reason why I came here. Yeah, because big cities, I mean, they do suck sometimes. Like, there's some problems with it, but, like, at the same time, there's stuff that does, like, you're at your friend's house, you're like, hey, let's go get something to eat. You just drive five minutes and then you have choices here it's like you have to pick what you want because if you make if you pick one thing you can't change it because that's a good hour 30 minute drive do you ever like find yourself whenever you're home do you ever find yourself being like man i'm kind of ready to go back because like i know all the time we're ready to leave oh yeah just like like especially the last semester i was like i want to go home i want to go home and then now when you're here you're like yeah i want to go home i want to go home but when you go home it's like Again, like, you miss all your friends and, like... Because, like, that spring break, I needed it. I needed to get home. Like, oh, I was, yeah. I was getting flustered with people. I was starting to get mad. But, like, after a while, you go home and you're just like... Mm, I really do miss being on myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's also probably part of it. Like, being on your own, away from your parents. 
I'm yeah. sure your parents probably smell the yellow, but I don't yeah. mind it, so. Yeah. We're, we're, what are, are you 18 or 19? 19. You're, oh yeah, your birthday is in August, right? September. Damn it. You were I remember, I remember talking about it. This is September 9th. 4th. Fuck me. <laughs> I mean, you were close. Closer than Reagan was that day. Close, that was, what Reagan say, like January or something? He was, he was like, convinced, no, I'm pretty sure he, he was convinced your birthday was that day. Probably. I've told Reagan before multiple times, but he still won't ever. Yeah, I'm not like, I remember talking that day and I remember it being like, right after, like right at the end of the summer months, early in the summer months, early in whatever month it was, but I, I don't remember. Were you born in 2001? Mm-hmm. Man, so you were born a week before 9-11. Yeah, basically. I do, t- I do flex on my friends sometimes. Flex on them? Yeah, because sometimes, like, um, the, because, like, one time I was in the car with one of my friends, and we were like, yeah, how does it feel to be born black before 9-11? I was like, I don't mean, I don't know, it's just normal. And then now I'm like, hey, 9-11, before 9-11. Before 9-11, yeah. I'm young as hell. I'm nine months after 9-11. I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember it. I was well, well, and you were seven days. Yeah. Seven days. So, um, past baseball, though. You're, you're a college freshman. On your own for your first time. How has adjusting to college been? Like, sucks. It's pretty bad, I agree. Well, I mean, you'll get used to it, but, like, I'll probably get used to it. But, like, it just, it's different because, I mean, you obviously in high school, they teach you, but they don't teach you life. Like, oh yeah, no. This because is... not only are you doing schoolwork, you're doing you're l- doing life basically without a nine to five job. Like basically, baseball is a nine to five job. You're just not getting paid while you're doing homework. Oh yeah. And so like it is different because you have to schedule your times out because like you need to eat here, you need to go to practice here, you need to do this homework here, you got to get this before twelve, you got to do this, and it sucks, but it'll finally get better. I feel like this next year it'll probably be a lot better. Oh, yeah. I mean, it seems like the two years here, like the second year's here. It's like, You'll just find the strats. Yeah. The strats are everything. We'll figure it out eventually. Have the guys being here helped you adjust to it at all? Some have. Like, there are usually some leaders on this team that's helped, like Corley, Cam. Um, those are guys I do look up to, and they've helped on and off the field. Um, and then you obviously have people like... I'm gonna say Tub, but like Tub, uh, Reagan, people that you're in class with more, mostly like uh, Kylan. Like little study group kind of yeah, things. Yeah, those like help. Help you, just help you make sure you're getting your work done. Yeah, and then like them just helping you do your work is a lot easier. So I think having someone in the same class as you helps tremendously to get it done. Because like, if you're in a class by yourself, for one, the motivation's not there, and second, you can't really cheat or help yourself in any way so having someone there does help but it makes it better I should say Um, whenever you went home and you know you have family friends ask you oh how's college you know what I mean do you ever get the question of like what's it like going to college while this whole corona thing's going on like no no actually no I because like I mean honestly being in a small town especially in Oklahoma there's not really much you can because like Matt I mean how many people you go to the store and see like you go to Walmart and people just don't have their shoes on no socks and shoes walking they're not scared of Corona for one that's true Um, so there's really not that much difference the only thing we do is wear masks now in the campus and I mean I'm pretty sure in like you know obviously like Tech OU OSU uh, 
Texas, A and M. They're probably more mass mandated, but I mean, really, we don't. We're not that different. I mean, all, what, I think the only difference is is because now we all go in the locker room. We don't go in six or whatever it was. Now all we do is take temperatures. I feel like that's the only thing that's different. Yeah, and I mean. I, I feel like the most major difference was just like last semester, especially not being able to go home. Like, yeah, we only got what, like three times. Yeah, and they're very short periods of time. It's like you can be home, you you can leave Friday after your classes, and then you have to be back by six p.m. on Sunday. Like, you know, forty-eight hours. Even spring break, you know, we got three days, like less than three days. Yeah, felt basically, like, felt like ten minutes, but I did. I wish we got a little bit longer. I understand we had a game on Friday, but I wish we did have a little bit longer. All right. This one pertains to the college theme here. Um, what has your, been your favorite memory off the field in college so far? Hmm, I really don't think about this one. Um, off? I have a good feeling it's going to involve Reagan. Yesterday on the bus was pretty good with Reagan. Like we, I've never cried laughing in a long time without Reagan because we were, he was retarded yesterday. But I'm trying to think of something that was not pertaining to baseball. Hmm. So I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something that happened. I probably have to go through my memories to think about it. Is that legal? Can I go through my memories? Yeah, and yeah. Like, go for it. Okay, because I feel like there's something. Something is there. Say, so let's go to college first week. Nope, that's not first week. Doink. Okay, I got one, but we're gonna save that one for 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 just in case if I can't find anything. Off the field. Um. Okay, so. One of the mo memories I can tell you is the time that me and Isaiah, my old roommate, we got quarantined because Bobby had a 100-degree fever. And he was, didn't even have corona. He just had a headache. About it, or he had some infection. I forgot what it was. I couldn't name it off the top of my head. But he had an infection. Or he had a headache. And I remember Isaiah told him, hey, take some ibuprofen or Tylenol. You'll feel better. He took it and still went to the hospital. Well, then Bobby's like, hey, I was with them, and we're like, Ugh. and so I remember Ed kind of knocked on our door, and he was like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta go, and I was like, and I remember I stayed, we stayed in the hotel, uh, the, not the hotel, but that short building, have you been in there? No. By the way, it's creepy, so it's like the wind's blowing, one of the doors just open automatically, like it just randomly opens, as we're about to go in, I remember me, Isaiah looked at me, and he goes, oh God, and I was just like, it's fine, so how it is, is so you have your own restroom shower, that's nice. But you have a kitchen, a big fridge, and then uh, you have your little couch area, and then you have three rooms. Well, finally we get our own rooms, but he has to sleep next to me on like a, so our mattress, you have the mattress, it's like this, you have the mattress, and then you have that uh, metal thing. Well, he's laying on the metal thing, because it's a mattress metal thing, and then there's, it's each room, and each better bed, and he's sleeping because he's scared. And I'm like, dude, this is the only time to get a freaking bed, and he was like crying, and I was like, dude, please, give me a break. Scared, but, like, was he scared of the building or the... Yeah, he was scared of the, just the place in general, but... Um, then I'll probably say the next thing, we probably went with the OU game. Because everyone kind of made it sound like it was about to be... I had, I enjoyed it. I mean, horrible. like, 80% of it was literally just standing there watching the game. 
Yeah, that's basically what I did. And everybody's made it sound like we're about to get... Because I've heard stories like Reagan has like funny stories about how people would come in and be like, Hey, where's this? And Reagan's like, I don't know. I don't work here. And they get mad at him. And I think that's the funniest thing because like, uh, someone actually did it to Scriber. Someone's like, hey, where's this at? And he's like, I don't know. I don't work here. And they're like, how? You Literally, there's a security guard here. He's like, you don't understand. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, we're just here because we got told to. Yeah. And like, that's how kind of how it was because I remember one time I was doing it. I mean, it was fun because I've never really watched a football game before like that. I've obviously watched high school, but like an actual televised game in like, oh, yeah. like NFL. Never been to one. So I thought it was cool. And then, um, so I'm sitting there and I remember, um, I think it was Chuck. Chuck was down at the last row. I was up top and I was going to go say something to Chuck. So I go down and this is not even my supervisor, by the way. I don't know who this guy was, but he started yelling at me, get back to my post. And I'm like, what? He's like, get back to your post. And I'm like, I, I have to tell him something. He goes, no, you don't. Like, okay. So I just went back up and did not do my job. I remember Cyrus was to my right. I feel like Cyrus fell asleep for a moment. Like I feel like he was actually out out. And then um half of everybody just left. There was one time I look over, Cyrus is gone, so I'm like, okay. And finally I asked the same guy I was like, Hey, can I have a break? He's like, No. And I was like, everyone else is using no. I was like, I went finally went to my circle, I was like, Hey, everybody's getting on break, can I have a break? And finally let me and Bobby go. But that was a good memory right there. And then um I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Like that's a that's a big game. I'm an OU fan. Like that was. But the one moment I'll give you that was actually fun was when um, this makes me laugh sound boring. But there's probably something I just don't remember it. Oh, oh, okay. I'll give you two more stories. This one, the second one's actually a really funny story. The first one is um, uh, about when uh, everyone went. I don't know. Did you go to the Seminole game when you went away? Yeah, I don't. I don't say. Okay, because we did me and Doink not. So me, Doink, and Tub stayed back here. And um, I was like, this is going to be fun. Like, we just get to chill. And then, like, 20 minutes in, you're like, this is boring. Like, no yeah, one's here. Nobody's here. And so we went, and we went to the casino. Well, uh, Doink wanted me to gamble. And I was like, I don't have money. He's like, oh, I'll give you $7. I was like, perfect. Like, I'll just gamble that. And uh, I've gambled before, and it's fun, but I don't, like, have a problem. Like, I don't shoot for, like, Throw hundreds and I just yeah, I throw twenties like in. Winning. Do, do you ever hear that story of me winning? Oh yeah, I heard. Yeah. So I was sitting there, and I'm, we're playing. He made me play to, what's it? Triple blackjack. What do they call it? Multi hand blackjack. And I'm playing that, and um, you know I already lost, but Doink is throwing money and he's betting big, and I keep on making him like so. Like he won like big. I think he won like sixty bucks or something. So I was like, throw another twenty. Throws it in, loses it all. It's like, throw another 20 in. Throws it in, loses it all. It's like, throw it again. Throws it in, loses it all. Goes back and pulls more money. And I was like, all right, let's win it back. He, then he wins. Wins like 40. I was like, throw it in there, doink. He wins again. It's like, throw it in there. It's just a 20. Throw it in. He just kept on losing, winning, losing. And finally, he threw one in, lost it all. Pulled another 20 out. Put it in there. One big. I was like, you have nothing to lose anymore. Like, if you lose this 20, whatever. Throws it in, wins big. Like, he won all of it back. And I was like, Throw a 20 in. He's like, okay. So he throws another 20 in, loses it. And I think he's up like 60 on the day. And I was like, throw another 20 like, No, 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 no. I was like, no, you got to throw another one. Like, I have videos of me watching him lose, and it's so funny. But this is actually, this next story is between me, Bobby, Luke when he was still here, and Isaiah. We can get um, into the Luke thing here in a bit. Oh, no, I might, I might walk over there and thinking, get Bobby. Thinking about Luke, I have more stories with Luke. 
But um, so Luke is here, and um, we go we go to Academy. I'll also tell you about the time my car broke down. I'll tell you that story too. That's another great story. Screw it all. You got me in. A, you got to get a great topic on this one. I'll get you another story too. So me, Luke, uh, Bobby, and Isaiah, we go. We're like, hey, I don't remember exactly what we needed, but uh, I think. Luke wanted something from Academy, and then Isaiah wanted something as well. I don't know if Bobby wants me to say this, but I'm saying it because it was hilarious. So, I don't remember exactly who drove. I'm pretty positive. No, Bobby drove because there's it'll make sense later. So, we go to Academy, and I have a very small bladder. Like, I have to pee, like, constantly. Yesterday was the first time I ever peed in a bottle because B was on a rampage, and I had to pee so bad. And um, like I just have to pee really quickly to stuff. So we were sitting there and um, we're, we're shopping. And I was with Luke because Isaiah took off to a different spot. And I was with Luke and Bobby just disappeared. I'm like, okay. So I was like, I got to go to the restroom. I'll see you in a minute. So I go in the restroom. I'm peeing. And all of a sudden I hear, hey, Mason, is that you? And I was like, yeah. He goes, hey, uh, can you do me a favor? And I was like, what? He goes, Luke's not answering his phone and I just shit my pants. <laughs> And I need you to go get me some underwear and shorts. I'm like, what did you just say? Because I just shit my pants. I was like, Ex- no, you gotta explain. He's like, I'll explain in a minute. I just need you to get Luke. And here's he gave him his credit card. And he's like, just go buy me underwear, like cheap underwear and shorts. I need you to do this for me. And I was like, okay. So I had it ran and found Luke. And I was explaining. I was like, hey, your brother just shit his pants, and we need to go buy him. So he's like, what the. F- so I was like, all right, so we looked, like we bought, we were like trying to find like cheap underwear and finally we found some, I don't remember exactly, but we found some shitty pairs of shorts. And Luke the whole time, he's like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, your brother shit his pants. I don't know what's happening. So anyways, we get him the shorts and we give it to him and he's like, yeah, so what happened was, is like, I really had a shit. Like Bobby has a shit like constantly. Oh yeah, every time I go to the bathroom. And so he's like, yeah, I was getting by the stall and, um, the bolt stalls were taken and I couldn't get in and I just shit my pants. I sharted a little bit. He's like, I had a fart and it was not a fart and I shit my pants and finally I got in there and I tried to call Luke but he wasn't happy, like he couldn't answer his phone. I was like, that's kind of embarrassing but alright. So anyways, like we, we finished our shopping and then so um, he threw his old underwear and shorts away which he had nice, nice like Nike shorts. I was like, I wouldn't throw those away. But that's besides the point. So we get to the car, and he tries to open the door, and he won't open. And we're like, "What the? F- are you, what's going on? Like, we want to go home." He's like, "He's like, fuck." And I was like, "What?" He was, "I left him in the shorts." So we had to go run to the bathroom, grab him out of the trash can, and then run away. And then finally, we we did go home. But that was the story I'll never forget. And then the time that my car broke down, we went to Medill Walmart. So me and Isaiah, we were trying to buy Halloween decorations for our room because our room at the time was very bland. And we just went to Dollar General. So we get, go to Walmart, we look and we find, I don't think we really got anything, which would kind of bother me. We didn't get a single thing from Walmart. But anyways, I get to back of the car, I push start and it doesn't start. Like my brakes are locked. You know, usually when you step on the brakes, it already goes. Yeah. It doesn't go. And I'm like, what the hell? I do it again in my Everything's blinking at me. And I call my parents. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because I'm not much of a car person. Like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Is your parking brake on? Blah, blah, blah. Click it again. Still doesn't work. And then so finally, I was like, what the hell? So we go inside. Because my dad's like, it's probably a battery problem. 
go see if like someone knows how to do it. And I was like, okay, so we go in. This guy, by the way, um, oh, no, me. anyway, so um, we go in, and this guy, by the way, he was not a hell. Like he he had no idea what was going on. He was saying my transmission was out, and I was like, my car's not turning on, so that's yeah, not yeah, a transmission. Not and he was like. 17 at the time. I think is how old he was. So he had no idea. So I was like, F you, like, you are not help to me at all. And so um, I remember Isaiah was just kind of there. He wasn't really saying anything. He was more laughing at the moment, but I was just pissed because, you know, when your car doesn't work, especially when you're like five hours from home, it kind of sucks. And so I'm sitting there. And so finally I get back to my car and I call Bobby. I was like, hey, can you come pick me up? He's like, yeah. I was like, you need to get him to jump my car. Apparently him and Luke were out at the bank or something like that. And so anyway, so he comes, they come uh, pick me up and uh, I was talking to Isaiah and I was like, we're probably going to jump my car. And I was like, do you know how to do it? And he's like, yes. And I was like, all right. Cause like, I know how to jump my car, but like I was trying to do other things. I was trying to talk to my dad. I was like, I didn't really have time to jump it. I should have. But anyway, so Bobby comes there. I get my jumping cables out and we put it on. Well, Isaiah puts it on. He put it on wrong. He put the red on black oh. and it, it like busted and it exploded. Yeah, and actually, there's a crack in there was a crack in my uh, battery the whole time when it, it exploded, and uh, it was kind of raining. So that's what I thought it was. I didn't know he screwed up. But then we looked at it, he screwed up. And we're like, he just blew my battery up. So the car didn't work at all. What ended up what ended up happening was my battery was bad. But what happened was he blew it. It blew a fuse to my radio, so I didn't have a radio. So the, when I had when we went home that weekend, I had to use a speaker. Set your set a speaker. Yes, for five hours, oh. just to go home. But that day was horrible because we went back into Walmart and Bobby had to buy a freaking uh, rug for his room, and it took him like twenty minutes. And I am pissed. I remember we went to McDonald's. I was like, "Hey, do you like?" I asked the guy, "I was like, hey, do you like living in Oklahoma?" He's like, "No." Still on the video to this day, but those are some memories that I've had. Here we can in Tishomingo. We can. Uh, Move on to uh, move back a little bit, right? You know, you're talking about Bobby shitting his pants and he's trying to call Luke and not picking up the phone. Uh, you know, like you've known Luke and Bobby for a while, right? Like prior to um, I've known Isaiah longer, but I think I've known I've known Luke longer. Bobby, I just kind of met like a couple of years ago, but yeah, I've known him. So uh, a night back in I believe it was September, if I'm not mistaken was and uh we the team i think it was the team i'm not 100 percent sure i just know we were throwing a bonfire i was not there that's all i remember i was there and uh i just want to run over this whole night so cyrus you know my roommate at the time he's like i'm going to this bonfire thing like everybody's gone you should come i'm anti-social as hell so i was like I don't know, man. I really don't want to. I just want to stay here and do homework. He's like, dude, you, you like, you gotta come. You don't have to drink. Not saying that I drink. I just like, you know, I drink. But I wasn't going to that night. I wasn't in the mood. I don't know anybody here at the time. Literally, like Cyrus is the only person I've talked to up to this point. Mm-hmm. And so he drags me out, and we take his car over there, and we get there, and he has a few beers. And I'm walking around talking to a couple guys, and Luke walks up to me. Luke is one of the guys that I'd, I'd known up to this point. I didn't know Bobby, like, at all. And uh, Luke is hammered. Yeah. 
He was hammered. He was just, we were talking. Yeah, because he drank before we left. Because I was in his room before he left, and he asked me, he was like, hey, should I go to this? And I was like, I'm not going. And Isaiah was going to go, but I was like, I'm not going. And Isaiah's like, yeah, I'm not going to go. But you guys, you can finish. I was just saying, like, he, he was already drinking. Yeah, no, like, he was, he was gone. Um, like, I'm, I'm walking around. I'm just walking around. I'm not drinking. I didn't feel like drinking. Uh... But, you know, we have our curfews. Mm-hmm. We have to be back at 12 p.m. Only time. The, all, or 12 a.m., my bad. It's the first time we ever got past 11.30. It was the last time we ever got past 11.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm like, hey, Cyrus, you know, they made a big deal about this, like, 12, 12 a.m. thing. Like, we, sh- we should get back a little early, make sure we're back, because, you know, they did room checks on this floor at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, we should get back just a little early and make sure we're there. So we get back at 11.45, and, you know, we get in bed. We're fine. And uh, we turn on the movie. And then, um, I don't know if you're, uh, you said you were, like, half asleep at the time, I think, whenever it all happened. Because mm-hmm. where I was, so I was talking to my dad. We were talking about something, and then um, I saw people coming back. So I hung up, and I went inside. And then I kind of laid in bed, and I was just kind of on my phone, about to just go to sleep. That's where I was about. And, I mean, like, I'm sitting here. We're, we're just waiting on room checks at this point, just so we can check it, go to sleep. And I, my phone just starts blowing up. And I check it, and I just see, yo, Luke just got arrested. Luke just got long with Mexico, you know, little Mexico, all this stuff. Just, like, phone is rushing. I'm sure yours was too, and you're just like. Well, I had mine off, so I didn't know Isaiah was the one that told me about it. Because he's like, "Yo, I, Luke just got arrested." And I was like, "No, he didn't." He's like, "No, look at the group chat." And I looked at it, and it was just, bam, bam, bam. And I was like, "Oh my god." Well, so Luke gets arrested. The whole thing with Bobby happens, and uh, the night ends at about three in the morning. Whenever mm-hmm. we get a text, a group text from the head coach says. Uh, Mandatory team meeting at what was it? Was it 10 a.m.? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all know we're about to like. So we have an airport down about a mile and a half down the road. They, that's what they make us run if you get in trouble. And you have to run there and back. And so we're just ready. We're ready to run. I think some people are saying 25 airports. Like we were just, we were already just hammered down. Mm-hmm. What were you thinking at the time? Like, you knew we were getting punished. It's just... Well, at first, when he when he got arrested, I was more concerned of where he was. Well, obviously. And so, um, then finally, he was like, yeah, he went to jail. And I was like, all right. Um, I texted my dad because I was like, what the hell just happened? And then uh, I remember, because me and Isaiah, after it kind of all happened, we just kind of, like, sat. Because, like, me and Isaiah really never, like had these like we've had we're like great friends like we have heart heart moments like we actually generally like it's like we did argue a lot like a lot a lot but like we generally like i can say this about isaiah like there was moments because people were like you hate him i was like no i don't hate isaiah i've known him since like sixth grade like we've we we know like hey like we know when we're mad at each other we know like you know not to mess with each other or like when something like generally when we know when something's wrong we can generally be like hey like we need to talk this over. Like, if something's wrong with him, he tells me, like, he tells him what's wrong, and if something's wrong with me, it's kind of vice versa. But we both kind of sat there and were just like, what the hell? 
just happened because like we know like Luke is probably done like we just knew he was cut immediately we were just kind of like maybe he'll be okay with it but then the second part was like hey we're gonna run I was just like I didn't go anywhere so that kind of sucks but it's just like I was more concerned like what the hell is Luke gonna do it was like I didn't know what was gonna happen and I was just like we're gonna run that's all I knew I was like we're gonna run but it's like me and Isaiah were kind of like really was like what the hell is gonna happen now because like Bobby is in freaking I don't know where he really was so what was the word be used he's uh taking a it was a he was taking an emotional drive emotional drive to Norman right yeah, yeah. like I didn't know exactly where he was but all I know is Bobby bought a hotel room and then didn't get to use it. And had to spend the rest of his money to battle his brother out of jail. Yeah, he had to do it the next morning. Because I remember we, me and Isaiah woke up. And we immediately went down. And um, I don't know what time. I think he... I don't remember exactly what time he bailed him out. I think it was like really early in the morning. But I remember uh, he woke up. Or we woke up. And we went down there and we're like, Luke. And I remember just Luke is like just defeated. Because like you know, like... You know like when something happens, like you just know like... You're done. It's like, not that you're just dumb, it's just like, life is about to change. And no. you know it, you just don't want to face it. Like, it's one of those moments. And it's like, you know, we're still young, and like, usually like in high school you get like, hey, don't do that again, don't do that again. But like, in this situation, like, you just know like, it's, it's like, basically what I explain it is like, when someone dies in your family, and you just know like, you'll never see them again, it's kind of the same way he kind of was like it was just like one of those defeated like I I messed up it was just like it was because like it hurt me because like I'm not in a situation but it's like you you can see it on someone's like damn like it was there like he had it like he because he probably would have been on the roster at least oh for sure because he was that he was pretty good and it was like he just saw it was just like damn like it's it's done it's over and so you know we were talking to him and like I mean, there's really not much word you can say. Because, I mean, you can't say you're an idiot because you don't want to tell someone that. But it's just kind of one of those, like, hey, how's it going? Like, just not talk about it. And he's like, yeah, I fucked up. And I was like, we know. Like, we know. But, like, you don't want to say it. And then um, it was just one of those because we started joking around. He's like, yeah, I saw my, I think he had, like, a pink or something jumpsuit still in the car. I was like, you got to show me it. And then we saw, we looked at the ticket that he got, and uh, we're just like, damn, like, you really just got arrested. Second week, it was like second or third week in here. Yeah, it was, I was we like, weren't here long. It, I was like, oh, my God. And I just remember we got to the field, and, like, everyone's just, like, talking about it, and you just see Luke just, like, it's like, the, uh, I'm making how it feels like, but, like, you know when you're pitching, and you give up, like, four runs, and you're just getting crushed. And like you just by yourself on the mound, like when you're when you're grooving, you're just you know pumping. Everyone behind you is like there, you know. You can have the whole team, but like when you're just struggling and you're just on the mound, like it's the most loneliest place. That's exactly yeah, it just feels like you're. That's on. exactly what because I saw him and he was just like there, and I was like that he, sucks. He was just like he was physically there, but mentally he was like yeah because you could tell he was struggling. He had to, to figure go, out what the hell is like. What is he gonna do? Yeah. I I've 100 percent been there. I yeah. know how it feels. Because he, uh, his dad, he had to go meet his dad for his birthday dinner that same day. And so he had to go meet his dad and say, hey, I just got cut from the team and arrested. The same day. 
And because uh, after, because after that was the worst. By the way, the worst punishment I've ever endured in my life. I'd rather roll than do what we did. Uh, we, okay, so like the baseball field for context is the baseball field is probably about what like a thousand yards that way probably and so there's a main road right here that runs all the way up and around campus it's not a huge campus but like you can tell the campus is there uh so we 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 meet at the baseball field we have this big meeting like it probably lasts like 30 minutes and i you could just tell like there's the head coach was extremely disappointed everybody's being quiet like we didn't none of us knew we knew what was going to happen like we knew Luke was, was probably done yeah but like we don't know what's going to happen to all of us and the way he decided to punish us was give us about it was like what about I'd say it was about a mile jog yeah. pretty close to that she really did make it, it as long as possible though I mean like it, it, I think it was just the fact that we were jogging and yeah. it felt forever but it wasn't like something that it wasn't like it wasn't horrible like I, I could do that it was the uh okay so you just jogged a mile right no big deal uh now you're gonna all nobody has their phones no we're now gonna sit in the library or there's a room right across the library you know like your typical college room i guess and you're, we're all gonna sit in here we're not going to tell you how long we're going to sit here. It was about two hours. Yeah, we were in there for two hours, yeah. yeah. But I yeah, watched the time. We figured it was going to be like... The whole day. The whole, like, I, I felt like it was going to be forever. And I'm like, damn, I got homework to do. Like, I was thinking about a hundred other things. And he passed newspapers from the local newspaper all around. Everybody got one. Handed us all a copy sheet. Mm-hmm. We had to copy random articles, word for word, top to bottom. And if you did not have it word for word, you redid it. If you stopped, you redid Like, we redid the time. If you stopped, you redid it. If you were talking or you looked up, we redid the whole thing over again. And, you know, our head coach is pretty big about music. Yes. If, yeah, you know. So, he starts playing a song. Like, it's an older song, and I don't even think anything of it. Mambo Italiano. Yeah. I don't think anything of it. And then it plays again. And again. And, and it played for the whole two hours. Like, it was all we heard. Yeah. Like, I I really didn't think of that being part of the punishment until about the 17th time in. I was kind of like, what are we doing? Like, And then it really hit me like, oh, this is part of the punishment. They, they, it's like literally like an a military insane asylum kind of thing because the writing part wasn't that bad and it sucked but I mean papers I could do that because you can solely write but like listen to the same shitty song over and over again really drives me insane because like after like after like the 10th time I'm like dude I can't I literally can't take this much more I was biting I think I was biting my lip like it was literally causing me stress like it was and like an hour in like at this point, you're just singing it because, like, you have nothing else. And by, like, an hour 30, you're just, like... You lose you all can, sanity. Like, yeah, you you, can, your sanity was gone. Yeah, you can sing the whole song at that point, and you're just, like... I'm right. To this day, I think I can still. I remember I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, I love you. Like, it was that bad. Because she was like, what's wrong? I was like... Just, just no. Just no. Just no, I love you. It was terrible. I, I called my grandpa, and I was like, 
I went to have hell. You, have you ever like heard of this kind of punishment? And he's like, yeah, like that's what they do in like legitimate military camps. If you that is your punishment, like if you for some reason oversleep by three minutes, you are getting locked in a room. You don't have to write that little part of it, but he said they will they will lock you in a room for twenty four hours and just play the same song over and over. Again. I couldn't do that. Yeah, like that's. I just remember Eck was like saying, "We understand that your body is hurting, but he's not gonna he's not gonna make y'all run." And I was like, and "What the f- like? What, what the is he gonna do?" Like, yeah. Much. By the way, by the way, we're three weeks into school, and we've already there were like little scrimmages in between us. We probably we've already played like what at that point oh, ten games. Yeah. Like and so, we were kind of hurting. Like a lot of us were hurting. That's when my bicep really started. Day. Yeah, my bicep was really starting to kill me. And I was like, I don't know if I could run right now. And like, and he was like, you're not going to run. You're not going to run. You're just going to do a little jog and that's it. And I was like, a little jog. I was like, okay, well then that's it. Like, nope, you're going to sit in a room. Because when he started handing us the papers, I was like, okay. Like, I figured it was going to be like one of those things like, we're going to write down what happened a thousand times. Yeah. I that's what I thought. Gonna, that's what I thought. About. And then he played music and I was like. This ain't that bad. Like we're just gonna write off a newspaper for about two hours. That's fine. And then it played again, and I was like, "That's a little weird." I was like, "He did that on accident." And then he did it again, and I was like, "Please, God!" And then it did it again, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, this is what's gonna happen." It's, it's, it's gonna be a, yeah. It took me it took me about seventeen times before I realized that like this was part of the punishment. Yeah, I legitimately just thought I was like, "Does he just like this song?" I don't. I. I that was cruel and unusual punishment right there. Yeah, it was. Um, so another thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, you're obviously, your goal is to be in the MLB. We've already talked about it. We talked about that way at the beginning. Um, you, you're probably, I do this a lot, so I figure you probably do. You connect a lot of things to baseball, mm-hmm. just in everyday life. If you had to pick any lesson you've learned, whether it be like on the field from a coach just baseball rules, whatever. Pick, like, the best life lesson you've learned from baseball. Um, probably, I probably have a couple of them, but um, probably stuff that I've learned that you learned, like, as in, like, in life in general, would probably, one of the things is, like, whatever, like, if you're working on something or you're, like, trying it, and like, let's say like a curveball, I'm throwing it, and if I, if literally, if I'm just throwing a curveball and I'm messing around, like who cares? I'm, it's not gonna be good. You know what I mean? It's the same like if I'm doing schoolwork, if I'm just messing around, who cares? If I, if I send it out, I'm not gonna get a good grade. But like if the curveball, if I'm working on it, and I'm actually getting it to spin how I want it to, and I keep on working on working, it's gonna be one of the best I can possibly do. So that's probably one of them. Just like. Work, work everything to 100%. Yeah, and then probably another one is like the most typical basic, you know, um, you fail. Like, baseball, you will fail. Like, last game, I gave up three home runs. Like, you're just, you're going to get a home run. Like, that's just how life is. And it's like, one of my biggest pet peeves in baseball, at least when I pitch, and like, if, because I'm probably, since I'm not playing summer, I'm probably going to coach a little summer league team. Well, I know most of them, but, like, one of my biggest pet peeves of watching people, if you give up a home run, the one thing you do not want to do is walk the guy right after. Because then you're just giving up. You basically just gave up. You're now screwing yourself because now you have a runner on base. Everything changes. So, like, if you give up a home run, you just 
go back out, like throw it back out there because what the worst he's going to do again is hit another home run. You're basically saying like the whole if you fail, get back up. If yeah. you fall, get back up. Yeah, that's basically all it is because like you know, like you're it's going to happen. Like there's going to be things that are just going to it's going to suck. Like you're going to get put in situations. It's like it sucks, and sometimes you're not going to know how to get out of them. But at the same time, you can't just sit there and just quit because if you quit, then you're you're never going to be good. And that's with everything, like, like when I was talking about my car breaking down, like, yeah, I was pretty pissed off. But, I mean, if I was just, like, F the car, like, I don't I don't really care anymore. Like, it's probably going to be still a Medill Walmart right now. Yeah. I And that's just, like, a little small deal, but it's just, like, you have to, like, in, in a sense, like, you got to keep on, you got to keep on going. And I know that's, like, a basic, everyone says that, oh, you fail, like, that's life lesson. But, like, I mean, that is probably one of the biggest ones. You can learn, and plus, like another thing is like you, you can't be a pushover, like especially on the mound, you cannot be a pushover. You can't let people just bully you out of there, or you're never gonna be anywhere. If you just let people push you off, like from the mound, just like scared, timid, and you just That's how it was in the whatever. Fall. Yeah, it's just like if you just let it happen, then you know if you don't have some big dick energy, people are just gonna push you over, and you're never gonna get looked at, and you're just gonna be a random pitcher on a team, cause like. In a way, you think about it, um, you know who, let's see, who's a big energy guy? That's an MLB. MLB, big energy guy. I'll say Bryce Harper. Uh, Okay, so everyone knows who Bryce Harper is, right? But a lot of people know who, um, let's say, Jeff McNeil on the Mets. Not much of an energy guy. He's just a contact guy. A casual baseball fan that's not a Mets fan probably does not know. Exactly. He's not much. I mean, he probably gets hyped in big moments, but he... Doesn't really. He's a contact guy, not a home run hitter. But everybody knows who Bryce Harper is. But everybody knows who Pete Alonso is. Yeah, I was gonna home say. run guy. He's a celebration guy. Like this is kind of how it is. Everybody knows who that guy is. So I mean, I kind of went off a little tangent there, but it's like one of the things you just got to be mentally tough out there, and you have to have some big dick energy because you're just gonna get pushed over. Because it's like a job. Like if you just let them push you over. I mean, I think do this. I think that like. I was thinking about this last night. That's the reason this question came up. Uh, when it comes to like sports in general, I feel like baseball definitely like has the most is the most like comparable just to life as a whole. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, so like obviously you have the basic one. Like, it's the biggest team sport. Like, you can't just have Mike Trout on your team and make the World Series every year. Mm-hmm. Basketball, you can have LeBron, and you're going you're going to go far. Mm-hmm. Um, so like teamwork. You've heard it since you were five. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? Like, yeah. I feel like that's a big life lesson. Uh, obviously, the one you said, the failure, you know, from young age. Or, I mean, I, I swear, from I've heard it from my first year in the league all the way to I, I probably heard Coach B say it a hundred times. It's a game of failure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just what it is. Well, life, if like, we're all, no human is perfect. That's no. Um, definitely, I, I feel like. Leadership it helps a lot with leadership. Oh, Playing yes. baseball definitely helps a lot with leadership. like even the the guys who I'm not gonna say followers right like on our team mm-hmm. for example like the guys who aren't very vocal about their leadership right? yeah you move on like let's say I go and work at Apple just random company I can think of and I'm the boss of the team and I played baseball. I, I feel like just like listening to the guys talk and how they directed and led 
whether they're a great leader or not, like it, it would help you know how to lead a team. Yeah. Like, I feel like most leaders you hear, like, big time, like, I, I was going to say Steve Jobs, but I don't know about Steve Jobs, but like, most of the time, they're big sports guys, like, because teamwork really is like a huge deal. Yeah. And another one, like, back to that failure thing, because my sophomore year, I was being retarded, and I threw a ball, and I landed on my wrist and broke it. Well, I missed, like, majority of the season. I actually came back at the end, and then that, uh, I went to that summer. Actually, the first time playing on OSU's old field, which I was like, this is a D1 field, this is terrible. Now their new one's amazing, but besides the point. That year, I actually did horrible. Like, I'm talking about that. I was still hitting at the time, and I did horrible. I was pitching horrible. Like, it was bad, bad. And I remember... Um, I was sitting there, and my parents were getting mad at me because, like, they were like, you are doing terrible. Like, this is not going good. Like, they were thinking I was supposed to get offers now, and I was like, well, I've never really seen a junior unless they're, like, freaking, like, like, they're about to get drafted talent. And, like, we just – I remember I just got so, like, down. Like, I was – I almost quit baseball. Like, it was honest truth. I would not have been here to this day. Um, and I'll explain in a minute. But, like, I literally – because I remember me and my parents were talking about it. We're like – we're done. Like, we're not playing summer baseball anymore. We are just going to... It's time to hang them up and think about what you're yeah, going to do. Yeah, we're like, we're going to finish high school out, and then we're going to think about, okay, what are we going to do? Like, what career are you going to go to? Because, like, legitimately, we're like, you're you're not playing college baseball. Like, you're not doing good. And, like, the coaches there were terrible. Like, they just put me down every day. And, like, I literally never really, like, thought of myself of being good because that was one of the things of, like, being confident in yourself is another one to think about. Because I was not confident in myself. Because like, I was thinking about, oh, here's another day where I give up eight runs. I'm going to strike out this or that. So you can say I've learned with confidence. But, like, because one of my biggest things that I've learned in baseball in general is confidence Confidence is the key to success. If you don't have confidence in yourself, you're never winning a game. Like, if you go out in the mound thinking, I'm going to get shelled, you're going to get hit, and you're not winning a game. So, like, I had basically this whole story that says what I've learned from confidence is the key to success. And so... Anyways, I remember we were talking about parents, and then um, we got into high school, and I never really worked out. I just went to the gym, just whatever. I was skinny, didn't really care, because like at the time I was already better than all my friends, so like I was already at the top level, and I never really thought of like being better than what I already was. And so uh, there's a thing because if you see it on my cleats, it says SB on it, and no one really knows what it means. I just like oh I don't care because I don't really like expressing it that much. I'll talk about it if I'm just by myself, but I don't like telling a group because it's kind of weird. It sounds weird, but it makes a lot of sense. It's called it for Swim Buddy. So our coach, our high school coach, what he did is he paired people up. This was mainly because of me because I was a little shit. I didn't care about baseball. And plus at this point, like I'm about to quit. I didn't really like baseball anymore. And um, you get paired up with a person. And so like you work out with them, you hit with them, you train with them basically for the whole year. And you um, you're basically... The older person is supposed to help the younger kid. It's like a, like a, I have, what do they, they call it, I think they have it in sororities and dance, whatever. Yeah. Sister, uh, big and little. Yeah. And so, um, at, at the time I was just like, we were just kind of like, oh, I was thinking as far as I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a new friend who's older than me, so that's cool. I really didn't think much of it. But like, uh, he really did teach me how to lift. But one of the biggest moments, like, actually I opened me, because we were hitting. And uh, at this time, I never really hit. I was, 
when I was young, I was hitting good, but like at this point, like my confidence is like down low. And so I was talking to him, and we were just hitting in the cages. And I was, he was like, "Are you gonna go?" I was like, "Probably not." He's like, "Why?" I was like, "Well, you know, I'm not gonna hit. Like I was shitty in summer. Like I'm not gonna hit. All I'm gonna do is pitching. Like that's all I'm really good at." And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I was like, "I'm just not the kid." He goes, "Why? Why would you even say that?" And I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "Literally, you're just defeating yourself. Like, what the hell are you doing?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like. If you sit there every single day and you think you're the shittiest player in the world, like, you're never going to be good. I was like, I'm going to be honest, I don't even like baseball. And I was like, well, why the fuck are you here? But he's like, because, like, I just want to be with my friends, but it's like, I don't show up and think, like, I'm going to be ass. Like, I come here, like, yeah, I probably not going to play baseball in college, which is really good, but it's like, I don't come and think, like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm fucking terrible. He's like, I'm the best baseball player every time I swing the bat. And it's like, if you go out there and you think you're terrible, you're not going to be good, like, What's the point? Like, he's like, you're gonna be in the lineup. You like, we all know that you're gonna be in the lineup. You're good enough to be in the lineup. Like, you just gotta like hit better. And then literally the whole day we just worked on the swing, and I was just like, I, well, I went home and I was like, what the hell? Like, what the hell did that just happen? Next day, literally worked the shit out of me in the weight room. The next day, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, what is going on? Next day we get in the cages, and he literally made me swing constantly. He never took a swing. Next day, I'm like. This guy's fucking, like, he's actually trying to help me. And I was like, like, thank God. And so we kept on working every day, and he actually became one of my good friends. And um, actually, that year, I batted leadoff for my junior year of high school after I just went from the shittiest year of my life. Like, I'm talking about about to quit. Junior year, finally hit my first home run ever in my life. It was a leadoff home run to start the game. First pitch, which we were home, but besides the point, I'll still take it. Ended up throwing a no-hitter that game. And um, then senior year, I mean, we hit Corona, but uh, I actually hit 400. I will take that to the day I go to the grave. But, um, and I actually got an offer from Murray State College from here. And I remember after I got the offer, I called him and I was like, thanks. Like, literally, if it wasn't for you being there, I would not be here. And he's like, no, that was you. He was like, I was like, no, like seriously, like confidence-wise and just in general, I would not be having a chance coming home from a college saying, hey, we want you to come here to, to play here. I wouldn't have had it if it wasn't you for him. You signed as a catcher, right? I did sign as a catcher, which is funny now saying that. But it's just like the point of it's like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him and that whole year like he basically made me grind the shit and everything because like it got to the point where we started battling because I wanted to outlift him I wanted to like beat him in a race so like he did things to like make me want to beat him like he would just talk the most shit because like when your friend like say if Cyrus is like talking shit to you you're going to want to kick his ass oh yeah and that's what he would do like and I wasn't even thinking about it but, like when the season happened I remember like it was just kind of an accident because I do this here with Cam and Corley as well I don't know if you do it but like when you're when you're playing, you go up to them in general because like you look up to them, and I oh, looked yeah. up to them, and so like you go up to them and you talk to them about stuff. Like something happens, you're like, hey, like what? Like how do I do this? How do I do this? And I remember I would just find myself going up to them and just talking to them, and just about just baseball. And then sometimes we just talk about life in general. In the middle of a game, like we're tied one to one, I'm on the mound like the seventh inning, and I'm having to grind pitches, but we're just sitting there talking about like life in general. And it's just like it's it's sometimes it is like you know. Um, against Hessen, right? Yeah, uh, we're beating the hell out of him, whatever. But Cam gives up that three-run three run home run. He's 
fucking pissed. He's pissed. And like, I see Cameron a lot like what you're talking about. Like, he's a lot like that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I talk to him about life, whatever. And you know, you you've been around Cameron, man. Oh yeah. You don't you don't fuck with him. Like mm-hmm. this, he on his own. Mm-hmm. And I think what made me like so he was he's pretty much one of the only people here that have been like you know I don't throw ninety, which is like a lot of what you were saying earlier. Like my confidence in the fall was like you know just coming here and just seeing everybody throw up like ten miles per hour faster than me. I'm sitting 76 or whatever because I'm just like my arm doesn't feel right don't feel good I'm not confident at all and I'm just getting shelled anytime I throw just boom like for literally third second hitter of the year Sage throw a ball gets it 400 feet and uh, you know Cameron starts talking to me last like probably about midway through last semester and we start talking pretty much every day he's like you know I'm gonna work with you we're gonna like we're gonna make you like you you do belong here he was like one of the first people to tell me that Mm -hmm. here and uh you know I take winter off like we get up winter break off I did the throwing program he gave us but like a very limited throwing like Mm -hmm. I try to if I don't have on the if that sheet does not say throw today I'm not picking up a baseball I'm just like mental break I need a way and then we get back in the spring, and I'm like, I didn't get cut. I'm like, I obviously, like, somebody thinks I deserve to be here. So we get back in the spring, first in our squad. Cam walks up to me, he's like, dude, just go out there and fucking throw. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I, you don't have to focus on throwing 100. Just today, focus on getting the first out, second out, third out. Mm-hmm. Throw your 30 pitch inner squad game, and you're good. And walk out there and I didn't literally didn't feel like the same person. Mm. Everything felt so much better. You shoot through really it's, good. It's literally you just back. a confidence thing. Like yeah, it is. Confidence is such a huge part in because you threw baseball. A hell of a because you were hitting like eighty four, eighty five. Yeah. So um, we did the stalker and it was like seventy. I was like, oh, this doesn't seem right. And I was like, uh, someone else was throwing. It was like seventy. I was like, I don't seem right. Uh, and then Reagan was like throwing fifty fastballs. I was like, it's not right. <laughs> Like you threw a hell of a fucking. Game. I think uh, I think Cameron pulled out his pocket radar. He was he said I was throwing pretty a lot harder yeah. than the starter was saying. But yeah, it was just like it's a, it's definitely a feel thing. Like yeah. if you, I have my two hats up there, and both of them say confidence right here. Like mm-hmm. confidence is just a huge thing. Yeah. And you know, like you you're just talking about how it literally just took confidence from go from. I almost quit baseball to now I'm our number two guy when we're pitching in conference. Yeah, because like we're playing our second conference game of the year. I'm pitching. I'm the starter. Mm-hmm. And like after him, we did it the next year in high school and I had another young kid. He's one of he's probably my best friend now to this day. I still talk to him. But like my whole goal with him was to be like Hey, because I'm not going to lie, I don't know if he'll probably watch this, but I'm just saying he is one of the best baseball players I've ever seen play the game. Like, he's, his swing is beautiful, and I don't like saying this because it gets a little bit too much in his head, but, like, he is probably one of the best baseball players I have ever seen legitimately, and I'll say this to the day I die. Like, he is one of the best, and, like, I was hard as shit on him. And it's like, he probably was mad at me for the majority of the time, but, like, I was around him 24-7, and I was on his ass, like, fucking just hammering him, hammering him, hammering him. Like, if he did this, hammered him. 
And it was like, I didn't do it because, like, I was trying to be a dick. I knew because, like, he could literally go farther than I could. It's the same shit that the guy was doing to you. Yeah, it's like what Cam also did. It's like, I know his potential. He's just not giving it. And it's like, he is really good. Like, if he really wants to, go D1. He needs to go to Juco first because he's a... He needs to. He's a... He just needs to grow up a little bit. That's in my opinion. He does need to grow up. But everybody needs to grow up. Everyone needs to grow up at one point. So I'm not saying it to down him. But like everyone needs to grow I need to grow up. Like, going room with Sage, Joey, and Emor made me grow up. I'm not going to lie. It just, it make you grow up. Like, people you room with makes you grow up. But like, the point is, is like, um, I, I harped his ass. And like, there's other friends I have that will, I'll, um, I'll help because like, the summer tomorrow coach, like, there's some of them like, I know how to fix some of them. But it's like him, like we were together like 24-7. So that's why we became good friends. So it's like I harped his ass 24-7. Like every time he did something, I was calling him like, dude, what the hell is your problem? But, I mean, I love that kid to death, and I will literally give everything to get him to move on. But it's like when you get helped, for one, you want to give back because that's just how baseball works. If you keep it to yourself, you're a dick. Like, everyone has different spots. Remember we talked about this in Midland. Like, everyone yeah. has their certain things in baseball. No one knows everything. But each person knows something. And if you learn it, you got to give it back. Because it's just how the game works. And it was just like, I was sitting there with a broken wrist, about to quit baseball. Like, I'm about done. And I had someone who literally picks you up. Like, everyone usually finds that one person in life that will just re restart you. Like, everyone needs one of those people. Because, like, if you don't get one of those people... I feel like, because, like, if he didn't help me, I was done. Like, I was done with baseball. But luckily, he came in out of nowhere. But it's like, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be here to this day. So it's like, I went through this whole hell. Like, I was at rock bottom. And now I'm finally starting to peak. Like, and I have this kid who's, you know, molded to be one of the best. But he's, he's raw talent. He just needs to work and just move on. It's like what Cam did to Jude. It's like I, basically you're lighting a fire in his ass and you're getting him going. Like you just got to get him just to go because like, if if no one if he doesn't really work, he's just gonna be a wasted talent. And that's not what I, I want him to be one of the best baseball players he's ever been because he can be. Like he has the chance to be in the major leagues, three hole on a World Series team. I I can see it and everyone knows it. You just need to you know someone needs to get in your ass a little bit and be like hey. You need to fucking do this shit. Because, like, in the weight room, like, and it all started in junior year, my, my junior year. I was literally, my wrist is broken. I'm complaining. I'm like, oh, I can't bench. My wrist hurts. And he's like, quit being a bitch. I'm like, what? And he's like, no, we'll start off light and then work on it. I remember we did dumbbell bench, and I did 40s as a junior. And I'm struggling on them. But in my junior year, he made me go do 65s. And it was just, like, a big jump like that. And I was like... Junior year, I was like 85, 84, really doing that. I mean, I was doing okay, but man. then I went up to 88 senior year, and then now I'm here throwing 92. And it's just yeah. like one of those things. It's like if I didn't have someone there telling me, hey, figure it out, like you, you just need to have confidence in yourself, then you'll be fine. That's why I want to do it to him, just give him confidence. And that's what Cam did to you. And like, that's why I want to next year, I'll probably help someone because also another point is like the kid that I'm talking about my good friend um, he he's taught me a lot 
more about baseball than the kid who helped me move on, my first swim buddy. I'll call him swim buddy one, swim buddy two. And uh, he helped me, yeah, he helped me start my career, but like the other one, like my best friend, like he, he's taught me more about myself than anyone else has because like I'm trying to help him and I'm seeing stuff he does and I'm like, damn, I do the same shit. Like my effort's piss poor. And it's like, I have to keep on lifting because that son of a bitch is stronger than I am. He's a junior in high school right now. He's stronger than I am. And I hate to say it because it pisses me off, but he is. He's stronger than I am. Like, he would just hit home runs, like, with ease, and I have to get my whole body into it. I do throw harder than him, so get fucked. But it's just, like, the point of it's, like, I have to lift to stay the same as him because then he's going to make fun of me. And so I have to keep on lifting. I have to outbeat him. And it's just, like, little things. I have to keep on, like, shows I show dominance. But it's, like, you know, um... He really did teach me a lot, and I do thank him every day. Like, yeah, I, I did call him, but I was like, honestly, I, I still talk to him to this day. I'm like, hey, like, thank you. And he's like, for what? You helped me? And I was like, no, you helped me more than you think I helped you. It's like, yeah, I kickstarted you up, but, like, you did help me. And so those two people are probably, other than, you know, my parents, are probably the two most important people. But, like, in a whole, in that whole story is like confidence is really the key to success. Like, if you want anything, going back to your question, as we talk like an hour into this, <laughs> like, confidence is really the key to success because if you don't have confidence in yourself and you think you're the shittiest player, for one, you're going into it, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do shitty. Like, your, your fastball is not gonna have more life on it, your curveball is not gonna have the spin you need. And it's like, when we face Eunice, if I go in there thinking, I'm going to get railed, like, this team is going to kick my ass, like how a lot of people on our team did, which pissed me off. Like, Oh, dude, I, I, I'll tell you in a second. Like, some people will come up to me like, oh, my God, they're number one in the country. I'm like, that's what you dream for. Like, you, like, that's your break in life, like, to go against the best of the best. If you, like, it's like one of those things I, I remember who I was talking to, but it's like, someone was like, yeah, if I face the Yankees, I was like, Literally, you have nothing to lose because, like, if they if they hit you, you face the Yankees. Oh well, like, yeah, you just got shit on. That was just supposed to happen. But if you dice and you do really good, you get looked at. Like, that's that's a dream. That's a dream. What you want? Like, uh, it's just one of those situations. It's like you you dream for that moment. And so, like, when you like go into that game thinking I'm going to get shelled. You're going you're to get shelled. Yeah, and it's you're like, if I go into Eunice's game, I'm not going to pitch as well than what I normally do. I'm just going to go out there and, like, oh, well. Because, like, a couple times in the fall, my velo was down, my arm was hurting, and I was like, oh, I'm throwing up, getting hit. And I'm like, well, damn. But then, you know, I'm finally like, okay, we get my arm back. We start actually throwing good games. Start versus other teams. You start getting your confidence back up, and you start actually throwing good. Um, like the um, – I think it was the Tyler Tyler game where I finally actually started like big dicking and like actually started having showing confidence, not just, you know, pitching good. But it's like I gave up that home run that hit the foul pole. I could have shut down then. Next inning, come out there, home run dead center, and I'm like, damn. Again, I could have just gave up there, but it's like you, you can't, you just gotta go out there, you just gotta know you're better. Next you know, team. Yeah. And it's like Again, like the Eunice game, like if I go out there just think I'm gonna get real, like those first two innings I went off, never happened. Hit 92, probably would never hit 92 if I was just like I'm getting it, I'm getting it chilled. But you know, if you just go out there and just like, hey, you're gonna win, like you have a chance to win this game, or this team is literally dog shit. 
then you have a better chance. Like, the team that we just played yesterday, I got home runs hit off me. I mean, yeah, on paper and looking at them, they're bigger than me. They're stronger than I am. But, I mean, and they're probably their starter. I'm pretty sure that kid threw harder than I did. And, like, Corley, you know, he got hit. And it's just, like, all those things are piling up, and I could have just said, oh, fuck it. Like, he lost. I'm going to lose. Like, I'm not happy that I gave it three bombs and four runs, but I kept my team 7-4 lead when I left. Oh, That's all you sure. really need to do. The fact that – just think about the fact that what you're doing outside the home runs. Yes. Yeah. You gave up three home runs and you left the game seven, up 7-4. Seven to four. That zero walks, five Ks versus a team that Ten of the last nation. game – Ten of the nation. Yeah. And, like, what, last game only got – we only got six strikeouts. Cage went off. He had, like, three. I don't know how many yeah. Corley got. I think like, Corley had three. I think they, they had to combine six in six innings. Yeah. And you you went – did you go – you went six, six and one third. third. Six and a third. Yeah. Struck out five. Mm-hmm. Walk zero, like, what, 80 pitches? Uh, 80 dead even. Yeah. And it's just, like – one of those things didn't get to a three-two count. It's just like if I if I go into that game thinking, damn, like I'm gonna get bombs. Like it's it like you're gonna give up home runs. Everyone knows it. I like mean, shit, they get they hit. I think they hit eight on the day. They hit five. No, they hit nine the whole day. Oh, they hit five nine. in the first game. Five in the first. And game. so you're at you go out there and you know was it the first pitch you give up home run? Uh, it was the second. Session. So your second pitch. They've already hit five today. So mm-hmm. you throw it, hit down the line. Kind of looks like it's gonna go foul and it stays fair. You're like, at that moment, that's I, that's their sixth home run of the game. Yeah, at I that did. moment, you're just thinking like, you literally one of these games. You could have literally been like, well, they're about to hit about five more off me, but no, you. I mean, obviously they hit they hit two more, but you leave the game in a nine inning game. You threw two thirds of the game, mm-hmm. and you leave the game late. Yeah, I mean it's. And potent. That's that. That offense is potent. Like I know we play them again tomorrow. I feel like we've been talking about for the last twenty four hours at this point. But like, they're good. They're they're good. Yeah, they're really good. They beat us. We did not. We did not lose. They beat us. Yeah, how it is. But it just. I hate how people. Like, especially when we're going to that Eunice game, they're like, we're going to get shelled. Oh, yeah. I went, uh, my last summer ball game last year, coming into this game. So, like, two weeks before we moved in, uh, we were playing this team, and it was a doubleheader that day. I get there, I'm a PF, so obviously pull up second game, like 20 minutes before the second game, I'm supposed to start. Go sit in the dugout, and I'm just chilling. I don't even think I have my clothes on, like my baseball clothes on yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting in the dugout. And a couple of the guys... One of the guys that just got pulled from the game, the first game starter. He comes and sits next to me. We're pretty good friends. And he looks over, and he looks over. Somebody points out that uh, this team we're about to play. They have, like, I think they had, like, two A&M commits, three OU commits. Like, they're just nothing but D1. That's mm-hmm. all they are. And they're like, dude, if you if you get run rule, we understand. And I was like... It hurt. It honestly hurts a little bit when it people does. say that shit. Like it's like you really like. I don't care if they're D one. They're going D one or not. They're not there yet. They're on. The, they're going to be on the same field as me. Mm-hmm. Like so, I was kind of like, "Fuck y'all." Nice. Go out. I'm pretty sure I threw like a four pitch first inning. I fell apart like the second inning. Like I think I walked like four and gave up a hit. And mm-hmm. then so it's three to nothing. And I left that. I, it's a seven inning game because we're still like high school summer ball technically. 
I left the game after six innings. I struck out ten guys, gave up three runs. Like, three runs in the second inning were all they scored. Mm. Fucking... It's just... You can't be like, okay, this team... They're, obviously, there are teams that are better than us. Mm-hmm. You, No matter who you are, you could be... Unless your name is Jacob DeGrom or Mike Trout, there are always out people out there better than you. Yeah. And even when you're the best in the sport, like, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like... You, you notice how you, like, you see no hitters thrown, and very rarely it's the Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, the or perfect the, games are like some randos. Uh, yeah, you heard of them once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw, I don't, this Clayton Kershaw, I don't think Clayton Kershaw is the best pitcher, honestly, up there all time. Don't even think he has a no hitter. He has one versus the Rockies. One that. versus the Rockies, that's it? Yeah. You're, you're, so you're literally talking about possibly the best pitcher of all time. And he still gets hit. Mm-hmm. He still gives up home runs. Yeah, worse in the postseason. Obviously, but but he still goes out there and he won a World Series and dominated in yeah. 2020. Even though it was a weird season, but still he went out there yeah, yeah. in 2020 and dominated. So, so like you can't just be. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you throw 99 or if you throw 79. Like seriously, like you can't just be like yeah, because Corley had some rough God, starts. This but kid's gonna kill me. Like these kids are gonna kill me. But I'm it, even if they kill you, if you're out there and you're competing with them, I don't care if they're, they're winning. They can win. Yeah. Just don't beat yourself. Because like Corley, like he had the past couple of starts, he had, was kind of rough. But like I've seen him go against people, and I'm just like, oh my God, like, he's unhittable. You were dicing him up, and you're throwing like 78, 80, and I'm sitting here throwing 86, 88, and I'm getting destroyed at the wall, and he's just dicing. I'm like. How the hell is this happening? But it's just like if you watch him, he's big dick energy, just, just Jack Leiter, just like no, nobody can at hit him. me. No, no. no just, literally, I think, then you, you take your first start, your first college start against post grad, not a very good team. No, we we beat them five times at this point, and I got I think shelled. I can say, and you gave up like you threw like what three innings, you gave up like nine hits, something, something like that. that. Gave up like four runs, and obviously that doesn't sound horrible, but like it seems yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, and I'm not saying that like. And then no, you know, bad. I you mean they tell, had a couple of good you, hitters, but you can tell you were kind of like I'm gonna say timid, like yeah, almost nervous. And then you go to get out of Tyler, give up the home run, and then two innings later, strike a kid out to end the inning. You you do a little Marcus Stroman shimmy off the mound. Mm-hmm. Everybody's laugh, like it just brings the energy up. I think. Did we end up losing that game? Yeah, because I left. At Have you left a, a single game where we were losing? Like since post grad? I don't know. I think we were even winning in post grad. Have you left a single game this season where we were losing? Every single time I've left, we were losing. Except the Odessa game it was tied because he just hit that home run. It was tied. We were losing. No, we were winning. winning. I just oh, gave yeah. up the home run. They tied it, and that one left. The so postcard was the only one I left losing because Doink came in, and we were like, it was "Were like, we even losing?" Yeah, I, th- I don't think we were losing. I we think were because still- I got the no decision because Doink came in. And he got the win because he came in. But every other game I've went in, um, I've left tied or winning. You've definitely looked better with each start. Obviously, the game against Odessa was, I think, was probably your best. Probably, even though. I'm still mad about that home run. It was, it's still flying I mean, to this day. It was, it was, a, it was a bomb. But like, you, I, I had, I, 
you went seven innings before you came out in the eighth. Mm-hmm. You were you went seven innings, seven Ks, one walk, three hits or something like that. Like you were just yeah. you looked a lot more confident. Yeah, because each start you get better. Because like. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I think I was talking to someone at home. They're like, why do you post on your Instagram so much? I was like, to be honest, majority of it is like, I post stuff on Instagram to give myself more confidence. That's not to show up somebody. It's, not to, it's not to buy big dick people. No, it's, it's generally just... Because if you think you're the best out there, no one can beat you. Because like the, uh, before we played that game, because uh, we were losing at the time. Oh, my bad. We were losing... It was like nine... Or it was like eight to seven or something like that. And Trey just hit the home run. And so, for one, like, I know this is, I'm, I'm about to have to, you know, I'm building myself because, like, this is a good thing to just hit, like, five bombs first game. So, I'm like, okay. I was, because, like, I figured out ways to, like, calm myself down because sometimes you just need to calm yourself down. And so, what I had to do is, I don't know if anyone saw me, but I had to go up. I think Javi saw me, but I had to go up behind the dugout and I was walking, pacing. And I had to put my headphones in, listening to music. Oh, yeah, I saw you. And I was pacing more of, like, because I wasn't freaking out. I was more, like ready to go like I was ready to just fight somebody I haven't even had pre-workout or a bang yet and I'm like oh my god like I'm about to have to like destroy these kids it's just like pure adrenaline yeah and I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna pace myself and then you know Kobe gave up the home run and like at that point I was like alright we need to go so I'm just I'm still listening to music and Javi gives me the bang thanks to Javi shout out to him and so I'm drinking it and I'm like this is I'm gonna have to like like Eunice was a different kind of confidence Eunice for one, our bus broke down, and I'm everything is off whack. I woke up at five, bus broke down. It's a four-hour drive. Everything is just not right. But like at the same time, you hit the okay. This is number one team in the country. We need to get on track now. Like this, we need to go now. But like this one, I was prepared the whole game, and like you just gotta sit there and be like, okay, this team, this team can't hit. So just know if it's hit, you're gonna have to pitch a little bit differently. But if a home run is given up, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, I'll probably never see that kid again. But, like, he'll probably, that probably that left number six, he'll probably go far in baseball. Oh, that kid's and, but, good. Like, he went three for three. But at the end of the day, like, you have to think about it. You have, what, seven people behind you who are, have, at least have a good chance. Pitchers always have a good chance to win, even though sometimes you feel like you have no chance. Like, there's sometimes you'll pitch like that. Texas post grad game. I feel like I literally there's no chance of getting it out. Like you just sometimes it happens, but like you just gotta think like okay, as long as I don't hit over the wall, which it'll happen sometimes. Especially if they are. Yes, like, they're gonna run in. Yeah, me and Cam. I just said to Kobe yesterday. It was like it looked like it was right down the middle. I think to y'all because no, we didn't see it. I, I honestly didn't see it. It was honestly like right on the corner, dude. And this kid was just he got extended. No, yeah, you just got hit it. And I was like, you know, if you throw four miles per hour or less, there's a chance that ball doesn't carry as far. But I'm like, like, you throw hard, you're gonna give up bombs. It's just yeah. how it is. But like, um, you, you know, you're gonna give up, you're gonna give up home runs. But like, there's seven people behind you. There's on paper, there's a better chance of you getting an out than it is for them getting a hit. So you just gotta think. Well, I know today my breaking ball has been just good. I've gotten many people on it. So no one can beat me on it. And then, you know, your fastball, okay, well, I worked on this in the bullpen. I mean, I've struck out 80 people. I got it to 92 before. I have that ready to go. I can sit 88, 86 and be fine. 
but I have 92 in my pocket just in case of like you need to ramp it up. So I mean, you just got to know that you have stuff there available for you instead of just thinking these guys number 32 is going to come up and hit a bomb off me. It's like no, he can only hit three times, in, uh, three four times in a game at most. Uh, well, not at most, but like at least. Typically, yeah. An average game, he's going to get four at bats. Yeah, and so like, for one, he gets to hit whatever you got the next guy, and you could dominate this guy. Like that lefty, he went three for three off me, but the rest, I at least got out at least once or twice in that game. Leadoff guy, whatever he got, he got his hits, whatever. It's it's going to happen. There's some people just going to have your number. But like that, that number thirty-two kid only hit one ball off me off the wall. The rest was a. Horrible flyout that he looked horrible on, and the second one was a strikeout. It's like you can't think like if you face Mike Trout, Mike Trout is going to hit a home run off you if you have ten at bats with him. He's going to hit. One. He's going to hit one out like it's regardless. But in the game of baseball, he is at least guaranteed at least one out. Now he could hit all ten. It is possible, but you have a better chance. Like if someone would bet me a million dollars right now that. Uh, you would get him in a, out at least one time. I'm taking that odds oh, because there's okay. at least a you chance. Think about, you think about the best pitchers in the MLB, or the best hitters in the MLB, and Mike Trout, for example. Take any pitcher in the MLB, literally the worst. I'll take the worst, even though he's on his team. Alex Cobb versus Mike Trout. The chances of Mike Trout getting a hit is 30 percent chance, and he is the best in baseball. Yeah. He's got about a thirty to thirty-five percent chance of getting hit. I would take an odd of getting him out one time, a hundred times. Like yeah. you ask me a hundred times, every time I'm saying taking it. This is just like so. I I hate it when people come up to me and say, "Hey," like because we were talking about my room. I don't remember who was in my room. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get rocked." And I was like, "Why?" Like. We have Corley. Corley usually gets out. Uh, Cameron is going out there. He usually does really good. He actually did really, really good that game. He actually did really good. And then uh, I was going out there, and I'm not trying to like put myself out there, but I was like, I know what I can do. I know I have a, a good enough chance. And then Tub, I mean, his first start, but I mean, Tub really did do really well, like for his first start. And so it's like you can't really just like we did not. We did not. We an unranked Murray State College. Yeah, and we walked into the number one team in the nation's own place and split with them. Yeah, Cyrus with a big bomb. Because like again in the Cyrus situation, Cyrus is like, oh, we're losing the game. Oh, dude, it's three two two <laughs> outs in the bottom of the seventh in a Saturday game. What what's the chance the of me? Of yeah, what's the chance of me hitting a home run with runners at first and second? It's like your dream backyard scenario, but he's not thinking home run. I, like no, one thing he did really well was like, I'm not thinking home run. And he just he did exactly what that that kid did to Kobe. Just, just He got extended on a ball and hit the day. By the way, Cyrus is a very good hitter. He is. And he works really hard at it. So, like, that work paid off in that one at bat. But, like, pitcher, you have that at bat. You throw that same pitch oh, nine yeah. times at, like, nine more times, There, you have a 70% chance of him getting, getting out of that pitch rather than him hitting the ball with the fence. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you just got to tip your cap, walk away. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. But, like, Cyrus could have just gave up his two outs. End of the game, just let's get to the next one. We'll probably figure that out. No, he battled, and there was a check swing that was – he did not swing, and I was kind of scared they were going to call it, but 
He did not swing. But, like, he could, again, he just folded two strikes, whatever. It's the number one team in the country we lose or whatever. We're not really losing We're not expected to win. But, I mean, he just battles, and then he got a pitch to hit and then raped it. So, I just confidence in the all is confidence is key to success. And if you don't have confidence in yourself, you are not winning a baseball game. That's basically all. And, like, that's with every team, like, the Orioles have, what, a 0% chance of making the postseason? Legitimately, they don't. If they somehow miraculously, like, they probably won't, but it's never zero. I don't know why they gave them 0% chance of making the playoffs. I don't it's know who did that. Zero. But, like, they could literally come around and be the best team in baseball. Yeah. To be completely honest with you, that's they're not even the worst team in baseball. And they have some pieces, but it's just like, if literally we, us as, a, like, the Murray State College, we could literally be number one ranked if some of us would stop being as selfish we, yeah, that's I mean like that's just and like I, I'm not saying it was like I'm sometimes I get selfish I, I mean everybody's gonna have like a little everybody's bit gonna have selfish we problems. all want to move on everybody yeah. wants everybody's here fun. because they want to move on so yeah we're all gonna be a little selfish D1 players still are selfish they want to oh, move yeah. on like MLB players are selfish sometimes oh yeah I don't know how Mike Trout is but Mike Trout could be selfish like I'm not saying I'm not just throwing everybody else say I'm selfish too like I probably like we all like come as a team it's like, and we all have comments like, hey, we were like, just, I mean, you have Bish, he's good. Keaton, really good. Like, those two are like, again, one of the top baseball players I've ever seen. They're really, really good. And you have those two, I mean, they rank. I mean, when is the last time you've seen really Bish go over in a long time? Long time, and Keaton going over? It's rare. Especially in hitting both of those in the same game and never made it. Like, like, every time I face Bish, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I think I've only got him out one time. And then you got, you know, Seymour at first, Ethan Moore at third. I mean, just a good combo. Trey Ware's trying to hit the ball now. And then Joey, and then whoever really is playing left. Cyrus platoon. Yeah, I mean, him hit DH, and then you have Noah who hits. I mean, like, we have a really good lineup. Like, if if I'm facing the lineup, I mean, I'm not going to go up there timid, but I'm going to like, this is going to be a, I'm going to have to grind. It's a tough game. Yeah, I'm going to have to grind. I would, I'm, I am, I faced our players a thousand times. You have to, everybody here has, obviously. I would face. I would choose to throw against Eunice nine times out of ten. Yeah, I mean we have a really really good lineup. I obviously didn't get to pitch against Eunice, but like I was on the side that Eunice is the best team we're going to see out here. But this one and the team we just yeah, faced, yeah, yeah. Those top well, two. Taco was pretty good too. Well, that's going to be rough. Um, but yeah, no, like I legitimately think we have the talent. We 100 percent have the talent all around. Oh yeah. To dogpile at the end of the year, as Coach B would say. And, like, our staff is really good. And so we have, like, Cage showed it yesterday that he has it. I mean, he's really good. Deport showed. He's done been really good. Javi, five for five saves. I don't want to jinx him, but, I mean, lights out. I tried to. Grimsley, like, he, um, I mean, yeah, he's had some rough spots. But, I mean, there's sometimes he's literally untouchable. Like, and I, it's oh, amazing. Yeah. Like, he's I've, yeah, I've untouchable. Two innings, six games. Like, nobody even hit a foul ball. And it's, it's with ease. And it's just like, we have the stuff. It's just, I wish sometimes we would come together more and just, like, just obviously we're going to lose games. Like, yesterday we lost. Like, we just got beat. We got beat. Yeah, and it yeah. just happens. But, like, we literally have people that are, like, really, really good and are going to move on to big schools. And the way you can show that is the fact that, like, we're, when we get here, we're undefeated. Yeah. Literally, we're... We're three and thirteen on the road, and mm-hmm. we are ten and zero here. 
Mm. And you know what's funny? Two of those wins are at Eunice. Yeah, I know. Like just two, those, two of those three wins out of the 16 games we played, mm-hmm. we won three games. And two were the best team in the nation. Yeah. But, like, then when you get down here, everybody, like, gets together. We all show up. It's just, like, we're all ready to go. I don't know if it's because we don't have to sit that damn bus or whatever, but... Yeah, I don't know either. Like, we, we do have, like, there's some, everyone has flaws, everyone has a bad day, everyone everyone has a bad day. There will be a day where Bish goes over, there will be a day where I, you know, get pulled in the second inning. It will happen at some point. Everyone has, everyone has a bad day, but, I mean, on paper, it, we probably don't look good, but in general, like, if you just watch people, they're really, really good, like... I don't know, like Bish, I mean, when he made that play the other, uh, what was it, the first game? That sliding play in the hole? hole? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, how is that even possible? Like, that was... And then Keaton, when he made the over-the-head catch, I was just like... Yeah. Really, I was like, thank you, because that saved my ass. Oh, you were pitching when that happened. Yeah, because when it got hit, and I watched him run dead, like, he was running the wins, I was like, here we go. And I was like, those are two runs, and then he just makes a catch, I was just like... I completely forgot about that. Oh, I remember it. And then... It's just like we have a really good team. We just need to come together more and have more confidence in ourselves. Is really majority of what that was. I think we had a pretty good conversation here. Honestly, long on one little topic. Yeah, I'm. We've. What are we at? Does that say one twenty-eight? But uh, I think we're good enough to end it. Yeah, it's pretty. Early in the morning, is there any? Do you want me to shout? You can shout out whatever you want. Instagram. No, I'm good. Nothing. I'm fine. Um, not really. Okay. I mean, I'll shout out my friends: Nathan Burton, the first one, buddy. Aiden Slot, the second one. That's pretty much it. Fair enough. Luke, Luke Ramirez. R.I.P. to that man. But uh, thanks for coming on. Sure. I'm sure you were going to be the because I I posted that on my story that you were going on. Mm-hmm. I think I had four different players slide up and say, "Yo, when do I get to do this?" Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm sure you're going to be the first of few. Okay. But I definitely think this is a good way to start off the uh, Murray collection of podcasts we got going on here. Yeah. If you want me, I'll come back on again. Oh, for sure. I, I'm going to want you with Cam or something. Um, if, if Kim's knowledge in baseball is real. I definitely need you Reagan and Tub in the same one I don't know I would probably lose my shit if Tub was in the same room as me cause like Tub pisses me off like I love him to death but sometimes like he'll just say stuff and you're just like Tub I'm gonna need a dap and then Reagan added on to that you might it would be good it would be something great to catch on camera yeah like if you get Cam on here I would at least want to be here because I cause Cam's knowledge in baseball is really really good like he well, is smart Cameron's knowledge in pitching is really good. That he does not know anything about baseball. Fun fact. <laughs> well, yeah, his pitching knowledge because I've learned a lot from Cam. A yeah. lot, a lot. Definitely, especially when it comes to mentality and stuff. Which I think we had a really good conversation on there at the end. Yeah. But uh, like I said, thanks for coming on. Got to know a lot about you. Mm-hmm. A lot about. I think we had a really good conversation about mentality and. It's definitely something to build on. I don't know, maybe, maybe you thought about something while we were talking that you really didn't think you, or don't think about very often. What do you mean? Like, maybe you don't think about the whole confidence thing. Oh, well, maybe, maybe you went more in depth into it than you thought you were. You yeah, because... You could. Um, my confidence was 
down low. And it, I mean, you do learn kind of towards, I mean, when you move up in baseball, it gets uh, harder and harder. And it, sometimes it's really hard to have confidence in yourself. And it's really, sometimes it's really, really hard to like believe in yourself because like what you said, you came in, throwing low 80s and you come up and you see people throw 90 because like you see a D1 it's like 95, 98 one of my friends throws 99 at Tech and you're just like there's no way in hell oh. I'm getting there I, was, I think I told Cameron like two nights ago I was like just want you to know that I would I would sell both of my balls to throw 90 oh yeah I would literally just throw 95 like Jack Leiter just 99 97 is last pitch of a no hitter you're just like I'd sell, I would sell both of them I would give up. Damn. I would give up my kids. Like, yeah, and it's just like, but like sometimes you just gotta go out there and just think like you're the best damn thing that's ever lived. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, a junior, a Division two junior college game probably doesn't matter to the whole country, but definitely matters to us. I think it, it matters to you. That's it. All yeah. that should matter is to you. Because if you don't prove yourself at a JUCO D2, what's to say you're going to prove yourself at a Power 5 D1? Yeah, and when a lot of people are watching you. Oh, yeah. Instead of, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 people that show up, your parents, family, and then maybe, maybe if you're lucky, 10 people watching from a live stream, if we even have one. I don't think, I'm, nine times out of the time, I don't, but. Yeah, and so it's like, if you can't have confidence in yourself there, then what are you going to do when there's well, 250, then... A thousand, yeah, three thousand. Then you know, it's like as it goes up, clutch situation. You've never been there. You'll never, you'll never succeed at it. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you get to bed. Okay, we got a long day tomorrow. I won't be doing anything anyways. I won't either. So I'll literally probably be doing a chart. I'll be doing music. What are you doing? Well, I thought you do game changer. I do. You have to do both of them at the same time. And the camera. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, but uh. Like I said, thanks for coming on. You sure you don't want to shout anything out? Instagram, Twitter. No. You can probably put it on the description. I'll link, I'll, I'll link your Instagram. Do you have a Twitter? Yeah, I, I do. I think I follow you on Twitter. But yeah, I'll figure it out. Everything, anything I want linked will be down below. Also, not important to you or anything, but if you're watching this on YouTube, the link to the Spotify or Google Podcasts, you can listen to it over there. You can start listening to it over there whenever you can. Uh, if you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify, you can uh, switch over to YouTube if you want to watch us while we're talking. I don't know. Some people like that. But uh, that's it.